0: Arkansas win. I feel like if I just called the Hogs for 30 minutes that revival would break out and God would start moving. What a good win. I can't believe it. I didn't get to watch any of it except highlights, but that's what I'm talking about. Um, Good morning, first off. Uh, My name is Tyler Young. Um, I've been part of this church for, I think, It's been a while, almost half my life. I can't remember exactly when, but it's been a pretty long time. And like Pastor Allen was saying, uh, all of y'all have just poured into my life over the years. And uh, I know I wouldn't be who I am today without y'all. So um, honestly, I just see all of y'all as family and just I enjoy being a part of this church so much. And I couldn't imagine not being here. Because it's just part of who God's made me, right? Um, I think it's a blessing in my life and my family's life. So, I thank you for all that y'all do for me, okay? Um, <laughs> that's, I, that was an amen, I know it. <laughs> uh, so, today, I'm going to be teaching on from, actually, from another movie. I know, guys, I know. But, Disney movies get me. And you know, and uh, someone asked me, like, how I pull for why I pull from Disney movies. I'm like, well, you know, I'm sitting there with the boys, it's on, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, somebody in the movie says something. I'm like, oh my gosh, like God speaks to me. I start crying and sitting there, like Jesus. And the boys are walking up to me, like grabbing me, and I'm like, hey, give me a moment, <laughs> you know, like having an encounter with God watching Lion King. Man, that's a good one. One day I'll touch that one, but not today. So, I'm going to be talking on one of my all-time favorite movies, Toy Story. Um, And in this movie, even just recently, I've seen it. You know, I've watched it all my life. But recently, I've watched it a few times because thankfully the boys are into that movie. You know, there's other shows and movies. I'm like, hey, guys, let's turn this off because, you know, It's kind of, I don't understand it, but then they've dug into Toy Story. I'm like, good choice. I've raised these boys well. Um, That's the spirit of the Lord coming out of them, you know, and choosing appropriately. Uh, But as I was watching Toy Story um, and just watching, like, what was happening in the movie, like, God started showing me stuff that I've been dealing with for the last couple years. I think even longer than just a couple years. Um, you know, I believe, and this is something God told me to say at the beginning, I believe that everyone's called and destined to do a purpose for God and that everyone has the ability to do amazing things, right? Um, but with me, God showed me there was a few roadblocks in my life that, um, were holding me back from achieving what he had for me. And one of the main ones was actually in this movie, it was like one of the, again, sitting on my couch, maybe eating Cheetos, don't judge, and God shows up, right? Um, So, as I was watching this movie, uh, God just started talking to me, and He said, so the main focus I'm going to have today is on Woody, the character Woody. How many of y'all watched the movie? I hope, if you have not watched it, the altar will be up here later on. You can repent, and then you can watch it later today because it is the best movie ever made. So, um, But the main focus is going to be on Woody. So I'm going to explain the character of Woody, right? So it opens up, and he's arresting Mr. Potato Head and this whole scene, and quickly you realize Woody is the favorite toy, right? And if you have kids or you grew up, you always had a favorite toy, right? And so... As it continues, they discover that Andy, Andy, the boy of all the toys, is having a birthday party. And pandemonium strikes, right? And all this stuff, and as I'm watching it, God talks to me, you know, through me. He goes, what are you seeing? I'm like, i seeing, I'm seeing Mr. Potato Head freak out. And he goes, well, but what are you seeing? And I was like, ah. Probably need to focus a little bit more. And so I started talking to them about it. And like if you watch that scene, they go from having a normal day. They find out that they're having a birthday party. And this fear just explodes in the whole scene. And uh, talking about being replaced and just this anxiety. You just see it over all the toys. And if you look very carefully, you can even see it on Woody. And so Woody starts yelling and barking out orders. And he sets up a plan, right? And so as the it progresses, there's still a lot of anxiety. Uh, if you watch the whole scene, it's hilarious, you know. Um, and it gets to a point to where, out of the blue, the kids are running up the stairs. And so they all have to get back to their spots. And Woody goes back to his spot on the bed where the favorite toy stays, right? And so... Boom, they bust in, they knock Woody over to the side, he falls under the bed, and they put the new toy, which was Buzz, which if y'all don't know Buzz, Buzz is a space ranger. He's, he was one of my favorite toys growing up. Um, I had probably multiple of them, but don't judge, no judgment here. But, so as it continued, you saw there was still that anxiety, boom, the kids show up, And it's only for a split second, and then they're like yelling for Woody. They're like, hey, Woody, who's up there with you? Ask him questions. And Woody pops out from under the bed, and God started talking to me. He said, immediately the perspective of the other toys was that he got replaced. And I was like, my gosh. And there was so much emphasis on him being replaced and uh, his place being taken and this new toy taking it. And um, you see a change in Woody at that point. He wasn't, if you watched him at the first part, he's obviously not the same person he is. There's four movies, three of them are really good, the fourth one's decent. I'm not a big fan, but in the other three movies, he's nothing like how he was at the beginning of the movie. But then you see a change in him. And as the movie progresses, and so he talks to Buzz, they talk to Buzz. Everyone thinks he's been replaced and God spoke to me and goes, This is where the first instant happened. And I was like, All right, so God, what are you trying to tell me with this? So in this movie, God shows how when you allow a hurt or a wound go un un unlooked at or untendered to. that it progresses and it gets worse it doesn't get better if if I have a cut on my hand that needs assistance and needs to be cleaned and needs all that and I don't do anything about it and I just carry on my day never wash it out never do anything let me tell you it's going to get nasty like uh I've ran on people yeah I cut my ankle about a month ago what have you done I put a sock on it and wore the same sock for a month I'm like I really don't want to take off that sock. You know, it's like, oh, it's going to be nasty. And so it gets this infection and all this stuff going on. And God says, so what happens is, whenever you allow hurt to go unhealed or uncleaned, or you don't deal with it, it turns into anger, offense, and all these things. And I was like, good Lord, that's definitely happened in my life. I know that for a fact. Um, And so... Woody got hurt, you know, he got replaced. Andy didn't care about him. Andy threw him to the side. Andy tossed him under the bed. Like, he lost his spot. He wasn't the favorite. All these lies coming into his head. And what's crazy is that the the people, around, the toys around him without even knowing kind of reinforced those ideas he was already having. And so as the movie progresses and you watch it, woody just becomes this angry person and not just angry like he already had some anger problems but he becomes this person who is consumed by anger towards buzz and so he's constantly either trying to show him up or trying to prove to him that he's the favorite or the better than him to a point where and it was an accident uh he knocks him out the window and if you remember, that was a scene, right? It's like watching that scene. I'm like, oh, oh as a little kid, like trying to dodge stuff in the movie. And uh, knocks him out the window. And it was just, I don't know, that was just crazy to me that it progressed to that point, you know. And so um, the other toys turn on Woody, you know. The ones that used to be loyal to him are slowly getting away from him to where they don't. They can't be around him because his, what happens is his anger and the way he was acting and the way he was walking everything out was becoming very toxic. And it was hard to be around, right? And so he knocks him out the window. Buzz falls out the window. They think he's dead. They get mad at Woody. Well, Woody gets saved by Andy last second because they're about to toss him out the window. or tear, I don't know what they were going to do. They were going to tear this dude up. And uh, thankfully, Andy comes in and saves them and takes them on this trip. And what ha- from there, Buzz jumps on to the minivan. They go to this gas station. And this is another scene I love. They get in this huge fight. They're going back and forth. They're fighting, and Andy leaves. And God said, you know what? Whenever you don't deal with these hurts and you have these fights and you have these arguments, it's crazy where you find yourself. They found themselves. that the exact words Woody used said, we're lost, we don't know where we are. They're out in the middle of nowhere at some random gas station at night. They have no idea about anything outside of Andy's room, right? And so they find themselves here. And it's crazy because there's still two, and I, I get caught up on this part of it too, there's two narratives going on. Buzz is trying to get back to his planet, which he believes he's from another planet. You know, it's, it would probably be hard to be around Buzz because he's so delusional. He thinks that, oh, this is the way it is. I got i I'm to conquer Serg. i got a, a layout of his towers, yada, yada. And it's like, gosh, this guy would be difficult to be around, man. Like, you're trying to have a casual conversation, and this is how he brings... no. No, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. But um, So he believes that he's going to another planet. Woody's trying to get back to Andy's room. That's his sole focus at this point. And so... Um, let me get back on that track. Uh, so from there, trying to get back to his room, right? They end up at a gaming... Uh, Pizza Planet, a gaming store, right? This story is just kind of wild. And so they end up here. And what happens is they're trying, Andy's there, they're trying to get to Andy. And what happens? Lo and behold, they end up at this other kid's house. And this kid's name was Sid. And if you haven't watched the movie, you do not want to be at Sid's house. Sid blows up toys, tears them apart. You don't want to be around Sid. Especially as a toy, right? And so they just previously in the movie watched him blow a uh, like an army doll, just bloomed smitterings. nothing left of them. And so now they find themselves at it. And God spoke to me. He said, "Whenever you don't deal with this hurt and this offense comes up, it's crazy how you end up at the exact spot you don't want to be at." And as like I was talking to God, He started showing me like. um Whenever I didn't deal with stuff, I started finding myself uh, angry a lot of the time. If you know me, I'm normally laughing, joking, cutting up. uh, But I found myself just angry all the time. And um, it's so true. Like the people who have been hurt, let's say like, um, and you see it like if you do counseling and stuff. Like uh, somebody who had an alcoholic father that was abusive if it goes undealt with, then what happens a lot of the time is they go right to the house they don't want to be at, right? And so as we walk this out, this pain, this hurt, and all this stuff, we have to keep God right in line with us. Because if we don't, we end up, like I said, right where I don't want to be. Um, so, as they're at Sid's house, and Woody is trying to get out of Sid's, And they're literally next door to Andy's house. And so Woody's trying to get out. Buzz is trying to get to uh, his space station. So they're both doing their own thing. Buzz gets injured. Woody um, has an opportunity to go to Andy's house. And his friends uh, tell him no and throw the only lifeline he had to get there. And so through the rest of this crazy event, Um, Woody ends up stuck and trapped in this crate. And Buzz has a rocket on him. And at this point in the movie, you know, I'm obviously paying strict attention, you know, because God's been speaking to me. And um, God said, at this point, what happens is what should have happened so long ago. And so it's dark, it's raining, Sid's waiting until the morning to blow a buzz up, and Woody's trapped with the giant toolbox on him, he can't get out. And God said, Woody can't do it himself. He's tried this whole movie, he's trying to fix this problem that he had by himself. And he hasn't been able to. Through every th- all his best efforts, all his best ideas, because he has good ideas. Nothing he did worked. And so as he continued this, he's trapped. He can't get out. Buzz, moments beforehand, had his whole world kind of destroyed, right? He went from um, trying to get to the space station to realizing he's a toy because he saw a commercial. He's a toy. He There is no space station. He's not a sp- real space ranger. And... He's actually, like, he was made to be played with like a toy, like all the other uh, people he saw at Andy's house. And in both of these, I saw moments in my life. There were moments in my life to where I, had, I got to a point to where I realized I cannot do this by myself. That I've spun my wheels and spun my wheels for so long that I need help because... There's no progress of getting out of this situation. This pain that's in my life, it's not going anywhere. It's getting worse and it's consuming me. And I can't heal it by myself. I've got to go to God. I've got to talk to somebody about that. And then with Buzz, um, there's been moments in my life where it feels like everything just shattered and fell apart. All the reality that I knew in my life was everything that i felt like my future was going to be what the plan god had for my life just felt like it changed in a moment and both those times in my life whenever that happened it was pretty devastating it was hard it was hard to deal with you know realizing that you can't heal yourself of this thing you got to go to god you know you've got to you've got to go talk to somebody about what's going on. And so as I started just walking this out in my life, I started realizing that it all started with a little hurt. And a lot of the times it was justified. Like it, was, it wasn't something like someone hurt my feelings, they said this, I said this, and it was like something happened that legitimately happened that hurt my feelings that I never dealt with. And I heard God say, you know, a pastor said this, and God's been speaking the last probably year to me about it. Is that it's okay to be hurt and to to be in that moment and to deal with that, but you can't live there. You can't live at that hurt because if you live at that hurt, it progresses. You know, it's not just going to stay where it's at. It's going to, it's got to be dealt with, right? It's got to be. God's got to move in that. And so what happens is crazy is um, Woody comes up with another plan. He's like, hey, Buzz, knock this toolbox off. We'll make a break for Andy's house. And Buzz just is honest and says, you know, I'm just a toy. He said, I'm a, and his exact wording was, I'm an insignificant toy. And so immediately, because Woody's sitting there, he said he started speaking to him that's what we do right whenever whenever a friend speaks a lie to that extent I want to be there to speak the truth and so Woody's like hey you're not just a toy you're the toy you're a buzz light you you know all the kids wanted this toy it was the toy to have then and he did all this stuff and Woody's explaining all the stuff that he does and he's speaking you know and I think he even said if I remember right you might not be a space ranger, but you're you're a toy. You're you're the toy. You're the toy that everyone wants. And Woody, so Buzz speaks what he's feeling, and Woody speaks what he's feeling, and it's really touched me on this one. He said, um, he talks to Buzz about. He said, "You're so cool," and he said, "You're at, in fact too cool to the point." Why would anybody want to play with me? And he tells him he should just leave because he's not, because Woody's not worth saving. And, you know, in that moment, God spoke to me about how I've believed that, like, what I have to say and what I do and there's so many other people more qualified than me. There's why would anybody ask me to speak in their life? Or why would anybody ask me to do this? Um, and he just started talking to me about how. Like. Each of us have a part to play. and You can't. You can't doubt who you are. Right. God put you. Yes. Someone's probably knows the Bible more than me. Yes. There's. People who can get up here and recite hundreds of different things. But I've got to believe that God made me for a purpose. And that he put me here to speak. Right? If he told me to speak, then then I can't just hold who he is back. And so, um, after Woody says that, you see him. He just, he's in this moment of feeling these emotions. Which is good. You know, feeling your emotions of... Of how you feel not good enough. And you look through the movie. And this has drove Woody from the beginning. He was the favorite. Therefore he had to walk a certain way. Act a certain way. He had to do stuff. He he was aggressive sometimes. And it's all because he's afraid of losing that spot. He's afraid that one day a toy would come in. Be better than him. And he'd get replaced. And so that's, man, that's such a dangerous place to be at because it's constantly fearing. You're in constant fear. You're in constant anxiety that, that oh, I'm going to lose this spot. I'm going to lose favor. I'm, and if you, people in which I know people, people do that in work, they do it in life, they do it in marriage. They do it in all these areas. And the outcome is so dangerous because you constantly feel this pressure, Right. And you can only deal with pressure like that for so long before it just breaks you down and you have a meltdown or you have, you have like uh, just an emotional mental break. And so in that moment, you see Buzz kind of look at Woody and realize, hey, you know, I am a toy. And he heard what Woody had to say and he jumped up and started pushing the toolbox off the top of the box that was holding him down. And his exact words were, uh, there's a kid in that house across the way that needs us. And from that moment on, they went from individual to they worked together as a team. And there wasn't, they dealt with, Woody expressed the hurts he felt when Buzz first came on the scene. And Buzz expressed the hurt that he felt when it felt like everything he believed was gone. And as they worked through that as friends, and they they saw the reality of it, each of them were, so Woody spoke to the truth that Buzz is a cool toy, and he's good, and he has a purpose. Buzz spoke and said, Woody doesn't just need me, he needs both of us, right? And so, as they both realized that, and God brought, and I'm going to use God, God brought the truth into that situation, the whole dynamic changed. And they got, they started to get out, they, they accomplished crazy stuff. They, they beat Sid, they got Buzz free, and they went back and the house, you know, Andy's moving from the house that day. They follow Andy, they finally get to Andy, and what you see is that Andy actually hugs and loves and, and miss them both equally it wasn't like he pushed Woody to the side he he missed both of them right and so i think that's a misconception we have sometimes is that um like god like god has favorites everyone is placed here for a purpose everyone has a destiny calling all that and sometimes we look at like oh i'm not a teacher so i'm like here versus here that's not even close to true right um god's called all of us to a purpose i'm a dad that's probably the biggest thing i i love like yes coming up here and teaching and talking y'all and teaching the youth and me and my wife doing the youth but at the end of the day i'm a dad you know if when cohen comes up and is crying and wants me to kiss his the bottom of his foot because he stepped on a lego sadly, I'm going to have to kiss that bottom of the foot because I know where that foot's been, right? And whenever they hit their back and they're like wanting me to kiss it in public, I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, because I'm a dad. I love those boys, right? And so, um, the biggest thing that I feel like God's saying today is there's a few different things I want to just hit on. Is one, you can't. You can have hurts and pains and emotions, but you can't stay there, right? You gotta allow God to come in and deal with that. And two, we're called to a place where we're put places and called to certain areas, and that no calling's better than the other. As long as you're walking out with God where you're called to be and you're you're following what He's telling you, man, you're doing everything right. It's, it's not about levels. It's about like, oh, I'll serve and do chairs, and then one day I'll get up and teach Sunday school, and then one day. It's not about that. It's about serving where God's called, you, you know. Yes, Buzz was a toy. To some, he's just a toy. To Andy, he's his world, right? You know, to some, all right, Tyler's a dad. But to my boys, I'm their dad, right? And so, um, I think God spoke to me, i um, wrapping up, and we're about to play a song, but something God spoke to me, um, I'm a big sports guy, I mentioned the Hogs earlier, but I'm sitting there last night, I'm like, yes, we, you know, that was a good win, and I can't, you know, I don't know if any of y'all saw, but uh, the head coach ripped off his shirt, called the Hogs, all that, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about, that's passion, I loved it. And I'm sitting there just like, God, I can't believe that. And I heard God. And so Kansas was national champions last year. Big deal. They they were favored to win. Uh, And I'm sitting there like, yes. And this is the way God speaks to me. I'm I'm sitting there doing, like thinking about this. And he just says a phrase. And I'm like, wait one minute. (laughs) Did I? So I'm sitting there. I'm like, yes. And then God said, you know, they were champions last year, but not this year. And I was like, "Why are you telling me this?" Because I feel like that's so obvious. And he started speaking to me. And he said, "There's things that were champions or victory or victors, or or they had a win over us last year, but it's not this year, right? That that they might have been champions last year, but this year I can tell you they aren't. And as we continue through today, there's things in your lives that that." Re- Possibly even ruled your life last year. And possibly even dictated everything you did in your life. And it might even be something you've been dealing with for years. Right? There might be anger. There might be anything. But what God spoke today is that today a day to where it's not this year. That's not going to be the case for this year. That it might have happened last year. But as we deal with this hurt and offense and And as we walk out understanding that we are all called to a purpose and have these things over our lives. And that as we walk this out and God releases this freedom in our lives today. That we're able to focus and finally say, no, that's not happening anymore. Um, It's crazy, you know, past couple months, God, I lived most of my life in fear. um, Just constantly fear what people thought. And through freedom prayer and just seeking God. God dealt with that, and can I tell you, the change in my life has been wild. It has been wild. There's um, just hundreds of different situations to where I would have been just stressed to the max. And I I, I remember, just feel God saying, it's going to be okay. And I don't feel that stress. I don't feel that fear. I don't feel that anxiety. And so... um, I feel like God is releasing freedom to us over these areas. And so what it looks like is we're going to play a song. And I don't know what it looks like to you. But I feel like it it requires something on on our part. I don't know if it's standing, raise your hand, praying. I don't know what it means. But I think it's a one-on-one thing during this song. You can get prayer. We'll have prayer teams after But during this song, I just really feel like God's wanting to speak to us individually. So, I'm going to pray for us and we're going to start this song. So, dear God, I thank you for today. I thank you for just this awesome group of people I get to serve with and just love and just encounter weekly, Lord. And I just thank you for the opportunity to get to come up here and speak. I just ask that as we play this song, And we just pursue you in this that we're able to see what you're speaking to us and just we actually visibly see the freedom in which you're, you're releasing over us.